This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and I'm your host, Tyler. If you're ready to learn about real estate investing and you're short on time, what do you say we jump right in? Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Finders Fees, What Real Estate Investors Need to Know by Scott Smith Whether you're an experienced investor or just starting out, you're always on the lookout for properties with the best potential for profits and appreciation. To get a jump on the competition, many real estate investors pay finder's fees. By definition, a finder's fee is the compensation provided to a person or brokerage that helps facilitate your real estate transaction. Usually, it's the real estate agent who directly pays a finder's fee, not the investor. But since most commercial real estate transactions involve paying at least one of these fees, you're paying for them indirectly as an investor. Finder's fees may be common, but they are regulated by law. Let's examine how finder's fees work and how you can protect yourself from any unethical charges. How much is a typical finder's fee? The finder in a real estate transaction is the person who brings both parties together in the first place. In exchange for this matchmaking service, the finder receives a commission from the broker deal. Fair enough, right? Also called referral fees or referral income, finder's fees usually are a percentage of the real estate deal in question. Most states allow the fees to be anywhere from 3 to 35% of a transaction's value. Real estate agents use finder's fees as a way to encourage their business contacts to think of them when they know of someone who is looking for a property. The payments can become a lucrative part of their business. Federal and state laws generally permit licensed brokers to collect finder's fees for the following services. 
finding a property that meets a client's specifications, locating a buyer who is interested in a property, closing a real estate transaction. You can look at finder's fees as a form of incentive that keeps the whole real estate investment game going. Investors are looking for the best deals going, and the finders help make the best deals happen. At least that's the premise that has kept the concept of paying these middleman fees going through the years. What's normal for finder's fees? First, there is no legal requirement to pay a finder's fee. Although the payments are a common practice in the real estate industry, no one is legally entitled to them. That means that a broker or agent can ask you to pay a fee, but you are not legally bound to do so. If an agent pressures you by telling you that you have to pay a finder's fee, it would be best to move on to someone else. For example, a finder's fee is different from a service charge, which is paid to a person or business in exchange for completing a service. Finder's fees usually are paid between brokers, with real estate agents drawing up agreements to streamline the process. A written document can help ensure all parties are clear concerning what the finder's fee is and who is paying it. Sometimes there are no contracts, however, and an agent simply writes a check as a gift to the intermediary. This practice may seem a bit unusual to a new investor, but it is perfectly legal. What's not normal, or even illegal, for finder's fees? Here are some red flags to be aware of when it comes to finder's fees. You are asked to pay the finder's fee directly. Don't do it. It is highly unusual and may be illegal in your state. An individual can't explain their involvement in the property transaction or who they specifically know who is directly involved with their deal. In other words, make sure that anyone requesting compensation has played a meaningful role in your transaction. The individual is unlicensed. In most states, anyone requesting a finder's fee must be currently licensed under state and federal law. If an agent pays a referral fee to someone without a valid license, they could have their own license revoked by authorities. Your gut tells you something is wrong. If something just feels off about the whole conversation surrounding a finder's fee, trust your instincts. Finder's fees are an accepted way of rewarding individuals who help make real estate deals happen. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, CFPB, and the Real Estate Settlements and Procedures Act, RESPA, passed by Congress in 1974, help prevent illegal practices in the real estate industry. However, there are some unethical people out there, and the fees can be a bit tricky to navigate if you are uninformed or unprepared. Understanding finder's fees and knowing what percentage you are willing to pay are important aspects of becoming a successful real estate investor. Knowing when to walk away from a shady real estate agent or transaction is a skill you will develop with experience. Thanks for checking out this episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Remember, every Thursday there's a new episode of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. And they drop an episode each Sunday, too. Twice a week. Sheesh. Slackers. But seriously, check out Brandon and David's show. You can search for it on your podcast app or go to biggerpockets.com slash podcast. Meanwhile, I'll meet you back here tomorrow.